verse 2 through 8. Isaiah chapter 39, verse 2 through 8. When you have it, say amen. And Hezekiah was glad of them and showed them the house of his precious things, the silver and the gold and the spices and the precious ointment and all the house of his armor and all that was found in his treasures. There was nothing in his house nor in all his dominion that Hezekiah showed them not. Then came Isaiah the prophet unto King Hezekiah and said unto him, What said these men? And from whence came they unto thee? And Hezekiah said, They are come from a far country unto me, even from Babylon. Then said he, What have they seen in thine house? And Hezekiah answered, All that is in mine house have they seen. There is nothing among my treasures that I have not showed them. Then Isaiah said to Hezekiah, Hear the word of the Lord of hosts. Behold, the days come that all that is in thine house and that which thy fathers have laid up in store unto this day shall be carried to Babylon. Nothing shall be left, saith the Lord. And of thy sons that shall issue from thee, which thou shalt beget, shall they take away, and they shall be eunuchs in the palace of the kingdom, the king of Babylon. And said Hezekiah to Isaiah, Good is the word of the Lord, which thou hast spoken. He said, Moreover, for there shall be peace and truth in my days. You may be seated. All we can do that stand before you is share. Amen. It's up to you to believe and receive what is said. The Lord has spoken to us over the past few weeks. He has exhorted us by a prophetic awakening and has told us he is with us. Just, just last week, we were reminded to walk circumspectfully, not as fools, but redeeming the time. When you listen to the news, have you noticed churches have become politically and not spiritual? Preachers are merchandising the people, and some have become politicians for the people rather than preach the gospel to the people. But at the same time, even though God is disturbed, he is still long-suffering and has encouraged us. God has a plan, and he has given us a purpose. We must stay focused and keep the course. Pay attention to what we hear, and be careful at what we get involved in. Amen. 
Paul said, if any man preaches any other gospel than what you have received, let them be accursed. We must let God be true, but every man a liar, as it is written, that you may be justified in your saying and overcome when you judge. God has encouraged us by saying he is still with us. In the midst of our trials and storms, he has not left us or forsaken us. Whatever we are going through, we still have his grace, his peace, and mercy with us and in us. Paul said, should we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. How shall we that are dead to sin live any longer therein? This morning, we want to talk about what it says in verse 8 and use this text. Talking too much to the wrong people. Talking too much to the wrong people. Hezekiah was pleased with what the Lord did for him. But what Hezekiah ended up doing was not pleasing to the Lord. In the beginning, God gave Hezekiah peace and safety from his enemies because of what he did about his father's idols. And then he granted him 15 more years of life. But after being blessed, Hezekiah did not secure his property or protect his children. Instead, he boasted. He, he boasted of what he had and exposed everything to the kings and kingdom of others. As we live and move and have our being, there are always going to be things that happen. Before a storm, there is a sign. There are warnings given, instructing you what to do and when it's to come. Before God does anything, he always warns his people. We need to pay attention to the signs. When God speaks to us, we know whether to give prayer of thanks because it's good or a prayer of repentance to make it good. When you pray or talk to God, you cannot talk too much. Did, did, did y'all hear me? When you are in your time with the Father, there is no way you can talk to him too much. But sometimes we talk too much to others. Have you ever been around a person you find yourself showing them things you shouldn't have or saying things you should have kept to yourself? This is what Hezekiah did. He told and showed the king things he should not have. How many times has someone said to you, TMI? You go running off like that, TMI. A thief or a robber is never going to tell you too much information. 
they're going to listen. When you thought to be safe in what you were saying at the time, you find out later you should have said nothing at all. Has everybody understand what I'm saying? Anybody ever been through that? Sometimes yes or no is all they need to know. Answer the question. Yes or no. When Isaiah came to Hezekiah, Hezekiah thought everything was good between him and God. Because God had blessed him twice. God took care of his enemies and gave him 15 more years. So whatever God had to say, it had to be all good. I believe situation that if Hezekiah would have turned to the Lord and repented like he did the last two times, this would not have happened to his kingdom or his children. So let's look at 2 Kings chapter 19, starting at verse 14. And I want to share some history building up to the, to the first situation. Hezekiah did not agree with everything his father did. He did not believe in the pagan religious practices. So he tore down the shrines his father put up. And God was pleased with what Hezekiah did. Hezekiah trusted in the Lord. The kingdom was not threatened. It was now threatened with extinction. This is what took place with Hezekiah starting in verse 14. And Hezekiah received the letter of the hand of the messengers and read it. And Hezekiah went up into the house of the Lord and spread it before the Lord. Remember that song? Have a little talk with Jesus. Tell him all about your troubles. Whenever you have a problem or concern, you need to spread it before the Lord. Tell him. Too often we talk to the wrong people about our problems. And we talk and we talk too much. Verse 15 said, And Hezekiah prayed before the Lord and said, O Lord, God of Israel, which dwellest between the cherubims, thou art the God, even thou alone, of all the kingdoms of the earth. Thou hast made heaven and earth. Mind you, this is the first prayer. Verse 16, Lord, bow down thine ear and hear. Open, Lord, thine eyes and see and hear the words of Sennacherib, which hath sent him to reproach the living God. Of a truth, Lord, the king of Israel have destroyed the nations and their lands and have cast their gods into the fire. For they were no gods, but the work of men's hands, wood and stone. Therefore, they have destroyed them. The world is beginning to tear the statues of God, uh, of the statues of gods down. But they are beginning to replace them with statues of people. Do we know the difference today between gods of this world and the only true God? Verse 19 says, Now therefore, Lord our God, I beseech thee, save thou us out of the, his hand 
that all the nations of the earth may know that thou art the God, Lord God, even thou only. Then Isaiah, the son of Amos, sent to Hezekiah, saying, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, That which thou hast prayed to me against Sennacherib, king of Israel, I have heard. Hezekiah prayed to the Lord, and immediately God sent the people, the prophet, to say, I have heard you. How many feel good after you have prayed to God? I don't mean, now I lay me down to sleep. I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. I mean, that, that's, that's, that's prayer my mama gave me. But you know what? I, I've graduated. It, it's time for me to be in a different spot that I can talk unto the Lord and know that he hears me and feel good that we have communicated because when we I pray, it's not only me saying what I need to say to God, but it's a matter of God saying what he needs to say to me. Amen. Amen. Prayer is a two-way. I'm talking about when you have prayed for something and God sends someone and speaks to you and says, I have heard your prayer. How many understand that even in testimony, God spoke through someone this morning? Amen. Amen. Not just spoke through someone, he spoke to someone. Amen. Oh, you ain't got to raise your hand, but it, it, you ought to be able to say amen within yourself. God, God's speaking to me. Amen. You're giving him praise and he's, he's saying something to you, but the question is, are you listening? We can only share. It's up to you to receive. Isaiah told Hezekiah, don't be afraid of the letters you have received. God said, because the daughters of Zion had despised God. And because they blasphemed and exalted their voices, and because they have lifted their eyes against Israel, the Lord told Hezekiah, I will cut down the tall trees. Dry up the waters by the soles of their feet. How many can see God was disturbed here? Just like he was disturbed at what he saw then, God is disturbed at what he's seeing today. But thank God we have Jesus. In spite of what man does, God is in control. I want you to hear me. God is in control regardless of what you see going on. When a volcano erupts, only God can stop it. When there's an earthquake, only God can close it. When there's a tsunami, only God can say, peace, be still. Let's look at what God did in number 16 just to give you an example of the move of God. In, in number 16, there, there was a man named Korah who rose up against Moses and started an insurrection. An insurrection is a violent uprising against authority. Moses tried to reason with him. They were causing God's people to follow. So when we look at Numbers, verse 16, God told Moses, separate yourselves from among this congregation that I may consume them in a moment. Moses stood in the gap before them, just like Jesus stands in the gap for us today. 
In verse 24, God said to Moses, Speak unto the congregation, saying, Get you up from about the tabernacle of Korah, Dathan, and Abram. In spite of what the world is doing, regardless of how they are acting, God is still speaking to us today Amen. by saying, come out from among them and be ye separated. God is still telling us, look at the signs and take heed to the warnings. Drop down to verse 28. And Moses said, Hereby ye shall know that the Lord has sent me to do all these works, for I have not done them of mine own mind. Know this today. I deliver the message, not the judgment. Just as Moses sounded the trumpet, so do I. There is nothing that can be done about global warming, but there is something that can be done about your soul. Verse 29, if these men die the common death of all men, or if they be visited after the visitation of all men, then the Lord have not sent me. The destruction of this earth is not going to be a common death, nor is it going to be done by man. Verse 30 says, but if the Lord make a new thing, and the earth open up her mouth, and swallow them up with all that appertain unto them, and they go down quick into the pit. Then ye shall understand that these men have provoked the Lord. Korah has been served, and Israel needs to take notice. When Jesus comes, he will come quickly. Amen. The world has been served, Jesus will come back quickly look at verse 31 and it came to pass as he had made an end of speaking all these words that the ground claimed asunder that was under them and the earth opened her mouth and swallowed them up and their houses and all the men that are pertained unto Korah and all their goods they and all that pertain to them went down alive into the pit, down alive. And the earth closed up them, and they perished from among the congregation. I mean, can you just can you just picture? You got a whole city or a whole flock of people. The earth opens up, swallows them, and it closes right, right back up like nothing happened. Right. I mean, you don't play with God. Amen. Only or on that day, the Lord will, will not be slack concerning his promise. Second Peter 3 and 12 tells us, looking for and hastening unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. In spite of all the things that man is doing, it is not going to be man that's going to destroy this earth. He didn't make it, and he ain't going to destroy it. He's just being stupid in it. 
God has the control. Out of all the things that, that man is doing and shooting this, all this takes is, is a, a little whiff of the wind and, and puts man in chaos. Destroy a whole city by a, a tornado. Wipe out a whole area with a tsunami. I mean, everybody thought that Hawaii was so, it, it was paradise. God said, let me, let me show you what I can do with what you call paradise. Whoever heard of an earthquake in Alaska? Right. Let me show you what happens. Because I control the world. Yeah. I can make it do whatever I wanted to do, where I wanted to do. Go back to Kings. Drop down to verse 32. This is the answer God gave Hezekiah. Therefore, thus saith the Lord concerning the king of Ezra, he shall not come into this city, nor shoot an arrow there, nor come before it with shield nor cast a bank against it. Don't you worry, Hezekiah. The king is doing all these things to all these other kingdoms. He is not coming into yours. Do, do you know out of all the things that is happening, out of all that's going on, we, we are, we, sometimes we can get so concerned and caught up, and God is trying to tell us, fret not. I believe that's what was said this, this morning. Yeah, amen. Be not weary in well-doing. All you got to do is get in a clean place. Mark time. Wait on the salvation of God. Have a little talk with Jesus. Tell him all about your troubles. Quit telling everybody else everything. Quit murmuring and complaining. Talk to your father. Is he not your father? Talk to your elder brother and, and have him intercede to your father. Because that's who we need to talk to. Amen. That's who we need to, to share with. Instead of getting on the phone, child, let me tell you what so and so did. Half the time, what you're saying, they don't want to hear. Amen, lights. What God is saying to us no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty where Christ has made you free. Cast down the imaginations and everything that exalted itself against the knowledge of God. God is saying, I got you. I am with you. But we must get in that clean place. We must uh, operate with the mind of God and exercise the faith that comes by hearing. Now look at verse 33. By the way that he came, by the same shall he return, and shall not come into this city, saith the Lord. For I will defend this city to save it for mine own sake, for my servant David's sake. You're mine, and I'm going to take care of you. Jesus died and defended us. We have been given a second chance. God is still telling us 
wait and be faithful and I will remove your enemies. Allow God to do it and quit interfering. I'm going to say that again, but I'm going to reverse it. Quit interfering and allow God to do it. God is trying to do it, but we keep putting our hand in it. Allow God to fight your battles. As the songwriter says, let go and let God. Verse 35 says, and it came to pass that night, that night, y'all, when, when God does that, he, he don't even, God don't play. Huh? God ain't on Eastern Daylight Time. Central. There's no daylight saving. There's God saving. And it came to pass that night that the angel of the Lord went out and smote in the camp the Ezraians at a hundred fourscore and five thousand. And when they arose early in the morning, behold, they were all dead corpse. Huh? Eliminate. After God delivered Hezekiah from Ezariah, Isaiah went back to give him different news. He went to tell him, get his house in order. Just got rid of all his enemies. And now the Lord's saying, now Hezekiah, get your house in order. After being delivered from the hand of Ezra, that was the last thing he expected. Now, if you spent the last 30 or 40 years working and you are now retired, some, some of y'all can know what I'm talking about, about to receive that first retirement check, the last thing you want is somebody saying, get your affairs in order. Say what? I'm, I'm looking for some, some easy money here. And you telling me that you telling me I'm gonna die. What would you do if you did? Would you pray or party? Make a bucket list or a prayer list? I mean, some some folks know they ain't got but so much so long to live, they got this bucket list. I'm gonna jump out of an airplane. You know what? I don't care if I got a bucket in this or not. I ain't jumping out of no airplane. Huh? They, they, they told me in the army there's only two things that jump, that come out the sky. One of them that birds release and the fools. <laughs> I ain't neither one of them. I ain't jumping out of no airplane. Especially now. I have a hard enough time trying to walk on the ground without my legs falling on the ground. I remember when I got my papers from the army, Uncle Sam, I ain't never, I don't know how he got to be my uncle. Right. <laughs> I was a teenager, 19, I had a car, a job, I had a girlfriend. Life was good. The last thing I wanted to hear was, 
you've been drafted. Hezekiah didn't want to hear the news he got. He turned and called on the Lord again. And again, the Lord heard his prayer. What about us? Remember the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Effectual means something that is successful in producing. Hezekiah's prayers were successfully produced. Is God hearing our prayer? Are they intense? Do our prayers reach the throne or just the clouds? David said, give me a clean heart that I may serve thee. When the Lord blessed Hezekiah, God gave him a second chance. If God said to you, I guarantee you life until 100, with good health, strength, and peace, would you take it? Or would you go back to that bucket list? I'm going to do all the things that because I'm going to live to be 100. See, if God has already granted you salvation, yet many have gone back. Amen. It ain't got nothing to do with 100, but they still gone back because they got so-called salvation. But after the Lord granted him 15 more years, he messed up. He messed up, y'all. What Hezekiah should have done, he didn't. What he did, he shouldn't have done. Sometimes what we should do, we don't. Amen. What we don't do, we should. Now, go back to Isaiah 39. Let's see in his mess up. If you can identify with where you might, I'm not going to say mess up, make a mistake. The king of Babylon had sent letters to Hezekiah. The king heard he recovered from his illness. The sickness Hezekiah had were boils. They put a lump of figs on the boil and he recovered. When they came to his house in verse 2, it says, And Hezekiah was glad of them and showed them the house of his precious things, the silver and the gold and the spices and the precious ointment and all the house of his armor and all that was found in his treasures. There was nothing in his house nor in all his dominion that Hezekiah showed them not. Hezekiah showed the kings everything. I believe at that point he began to boast and brag and showing things off. You know how we can get carried away in doing things. I mean, I, you ain't got to raise your hand, but I, but I know. Let me just ask this question. If you had an open house, you would show the people the house. Amen. That's the purpose of the open house, right? Uh, you would not show them where your valuables are. Well, here's, here's where I keep such and such. And here's the, the jewelry, the expensive. And see, I got some expensive jewelry here, and then I got this other street. It ain't as no, you show them the house. Huh? If, 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 you, 
If you have a computer, you may show them the computer, but you're not going to give them the password. Amen. Anybody understand what I'm saying? Because when you expose that much information, you don't talk too much, and now you've opened up the door that they can hack. And you know, sometimes people get hacked without even saying anything. But you may have typed on the computer something you didn't have missed typing. How many understand the enemy is out to trick you. Spiritually, you don't tell the enemy where you're weak at. Let me, let me, I, I think Marcus can, can relate to this. Playing football, there is always an area that's weaker than another. There's a strong side. There's a weaker side. Now, I, I'm just going to throw this out here. When, when Michigan plays Ohio State, how many of y'all believe that Harbaugh is going to say, Ohio State, this right side is the weaker spot. So don't, don't go over there. Huh? He ain't going to say that. Nor is Ohio State going to say, well, our wicker point is, is our halfback, and all you got to do is just hit him one time. And No. So why would you pray and tell the enemy, well, devil, this is where I'm weak at, and I need you to let me alone. Uh -uh. <laughs> Have a little talk with Jesus, not the devil. Tell Jesus all about your trouble, not the devil. So sometimes you ain't got no business saying something to somebody else about your weakness. I, I remember when I was, I'm going to say, running with another minister at a church that I was at. And I ordered a dozen donuts. And we were sitting there just talking about the word and, and, and eating donuts. And I told him, I said, you know, I, I like these donuts right here, this kind. Do you know what he did? He ate all the ones I like. Now, I shouldn't have said nothing. Amen. You know, we talking and he eating. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Talking too much. Verse 3 says, Then came Isaiah the prophet unto King Hezekiah and said unto him, What said thee, these men? And from whence came they unto thee? And Hezekiah said, They are come from a far country unto me, even from Babylon. Then said he, What have they, they seen in thine house? And Hezekiah answered, All that is in mine house have they seen. There is nothing among my treasure that I have not showed them. Then said Isaiah to Hezekiah, Hear the word of the Lord of hosts. Behold, the days come that all that is in my, thine house and that which thy father have laid up in store until this day shall be carried to Babylon. Nothing shall be left 
saith the Lord. Hezekiah gave away all his secrets. And that thy sons that shall issue from thee, which thou shalt beget, shall they take away, and they shall be eunuchs in the palace of the king of Babylon. And all because of this, because he talked to the wrong people, because he talked too much, then said Hezekiah to Isaiah, Good is the word of the Lord, which thou hast spoken. He said, Moreover, for there shall be peace and truth in my days. I want you to see something. Yes, good is the word of the Lord. But no, it is not good what is going to happen to his possession or his children. Calamity did not come on him in his day because the Lord had blessed him and told him that he would have peace from this day forth and gave him 15 more years to live. All of a sudden, he didn't care. Calamity did not come in his day, but chaos came upon his children in their day. Let's close with these thoughts. Father and parents, are you bringing your children up right? Or leaving them to themselves or someone else? Do they have an inheritance to help them? Or left to finish your debt? Each generation should have more not less. Amen. Are we taking too much to the wrong people or not enough to the right people? Right. Are we bragging to the world what we have or praising God for what he has given us? Amen. We cannot just live for ourselves. We must live and think about our children and others. Somewhere between the baby boomers and this generation, we have lost the next generation. Because we have quit teaching, we've allowed the world to be our example rather than be the example for the world. We must leave them with something good and important, and that something is Jesus. What Hezekiah did was did not think about tomorrow because what God had promised and went and began to talk too much to, to the wrong people. We can be so caught up or so, so satisfied in trying to take our ease that we are not really looking at what we need to look at. Amen. It is our responsibility, just as it is my responsibility. I'm not just saved to be saved and, and sit down and do nothing. But I have a responsibility to deliver a message if you were here. Parents have responsibility to bring up their children, to teach them, to raise them as an example, not just by word, but by action as well. Give them something that's solid. Trust in the Lord as Hezekiah did, but not in his latter end. Let us continue to follow in the footsteps of Christ Jesus. With that, my time is up. And I thank you for your...